Hello and welcome to the Futures podcast from the Futures team here at Birkbeck, University of London. In this podcast, we'll be chatting with industry leaders and top UK employers to hear their advice, uncover what they look for when hiring and share their experiences of their own personal career journeys. We hope you enjoy the show. This episode of the Futures podcast is all about building your personal brand and how showcasing it on LinkedIn can support your career change or job search. And to share their advice, we're welcoming Hisham Azus, who is a huge ambassador for personal brand. So welcome, Hisham. Thank you for having me, Katie. Nice to be here. Did you want to start off by telling us a little bit about you? Yeah, sure. So um, as Katie said, my name is Hisham Azus, and um, sort of a bit really by accident, um, I've ended up being someone that talks about having a personal brand um, quite a lot. <laughs> um, reason being, it's just had a real um, impact and a real positive one um, on my career. Um, but before we dive into that, a bit about me. So um, in terms of education-wise, um, went to primary school, went to secondary school, um, went to college, and um, I had no idea what I wanted mm-hmm. to do, like a lot of people, right? So um, I actually did three years at college. Um, this was a time where you could get EMEA, a college yeah would you would you be able to would no. you be able to get that okay so that was 30 pound a week and for some reason back then what I remember was when I see that 30 pound in my bank account like I actually used to get really excited <laughs> so 30 pound used to go um a long way so I did what did I do um I did like law psychology um PE um and something else like I did okay at school but I was always that person at, um the uh What's it called when um, you go see your teachers, um, parents' evening? Yeah. Yeah, I, it was just always the same for me. It was like, yeah, so he's been doing okay, but if he, if he really applied himself, he could be yeah. even better. Yeah, it's a classic like that. Yeah. So I was always um, just coasting, and um, I wasn't overly engaged um, in uh, studying, etc. So I always did the least that I could. So um, those first two years, I got like C's and D's. I, I didn't do very well, and I wasn't very excited by it, if mm. I'm honest. So... The second year, at the end of the second year, everyone was um, obviously applying for uni and they knew where they wanted to go and those types of things. And I really didn't know what I wanted to do still. Like, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. And I remember going into the library and looking at unis and the only thing that sort of sparked my interest was criminology. Um, And I didn't even end up applying because, for me, I didn't want to go to uni if I really didn't want to go. I didn't want to go for the sake of it. And... Now, obviously, looking back and speaking to my friends that did go uni and and being around that, I think, obviously, there are a lot of people that go just for the sake of it, right? So, what I decided to do my third year at college was um, do plumbing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, literally, and a big driver behind that genuinely was, like, yeah, to to get more EMA, (laughs) just being brutally honest. So, after that third year, again, I literally had no idea what I wanted to do, so that's when I just started... um, just doing general work, really. Um, shall, I don't know, should I t- talk a bit about sort of my career and the, the work? Yeah, give us a brief. Yeah, so that's my sort of academia career. Um, and then I ended up just getting uh, like jobs in the coffee shops. I ended up working in retail on the weekend, those types of things. Um, and then where I started to do more full-time work was um, I was actually a delivery driver for Domino's. <laughs> free pizza <laughs> yeah basically and I actually I actually really enjoyed that so I was in my car a lot um, quite a lot of the time I just got my friends to join me um, and um, yeah that was probably like my first full time job 
and then um, I basically then decided to work abroad. Uh, I did two summers abroad, and then when I came back either side, I worked at Domino's. But on when I returned the second time from a summer, I I got into insurance. Um, I worked for a big insurance company, worked there for uh, two years, and then I joined um, an insurance broker after that. Um, and then that's when I got into recruitment, um, insurance recruitment. And then now I work for a um, startup in London, um, uh, which is an inbound marketing agency for the recruitment industry. So that's sort of a brief overview, really, of my working career. So I had no idea what I wanted to do. <laughs> no idea at all. Sort of worked it out along the way. I was going to ask you what your journey's been with your personal brand. But yeah. I guess before that, we should probably actually look at what personal brand is. More okay. Importantly. So, what what would you say personal brand is to you? Yeah, for me, um, personal brand first and foremost is it's just, it's about you. It's, it's about Katie Hart. It's about Hisham Um But for me, what how I like to describe it is um, what what how people would describe you behind closed doors. Yeah. That that's that's the simplest way that I like to put it. What what would your friends say about you? What would your colleagues say about you? What would your um, um, that your fellow students say about you, right? Behind closed doors, that's that's your brand and that's your personal brand because it, it's personal to you and that it's about you. So, so that's what I'd say um, it was. Why do you think it's so important to you and kind of in your career? Sure. So I think it's so important because first and foremost, it's something that no one can take away from you. So I really like that because, um, as we all do, we change jobs, we change careers, and having a personal brand is genuinely a real asset because, um, as I said, it's, it's something that no one can take away from you. So I think that can be really valuable um, to anyone in their career. Um, so I think, for me, that that's the most important thing, that um, if you build one up, um, it's, it's just something that you can keep forever. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. I read something earlier... Um, and it was saying how we're all CEOs of our own company. We're basically yeah, exactly. Um, and our most important job is to be head marketer for our own company. Exactly. And, and I think the second thing, just to add to it, I couldn't agree more, is that, and I've experienced this, is that um, when you really um, have that mindset, you'll be surprised at what opportunities come your way. Like really opportunities that you didn't think existed or even yeah. knew existed. Um, so that's the, the second part to it is that, one, it's a real valuable asset that all of you can keep forever. And two, it generally will um, create opportunities that you didn't know existed. Yeah, and I guess it's something that we all have now without even realising it. Yeah. With online. With exactly, the, yeah. With the, How we're all so well connected. Yeah. Um, exactly. I think, look, obviously we both come from a recruitment background, but I don't know if you did, but I, I definitely did. Is that If I spoke to a candidate, I would check out their social channels. And yeah. really that's their personal brand, right? Because... You go into their Facebook, you go on their Instagram or whatever, and you make some sort of judgment or assumption. It's like, okay, this person's like this, or he might be like that. Yeah. Um, and that, that's what that is. That's what that brand is. Before looking at a CV, I would look at somebody's LinkedIn profile yeah. and then see what else I could find exactly. from that. Um, and I guess there's no way of escaping it now. We have to exactly. have, like, everybody has a social media page. Yeah, and I think especially... And I'm sure we'll go into this, but especially in London, like it's so competitive. Like it's so competitive, and I think um, it's something that can really make you only stand out from a, a crowd. Because if if someone, if it's an employer who's looking, if they look at, they've seen your CV and they check out your LinkedIn profile and they check the next person, if someone's more appealing or they're more attracted to what they see, then they're they're going to get the one up on you. Um, yeah. And it, yeah, it's an com- extremely competitive place to be London yeah. 
And I guess we don't just want to be known for the company that we work for or for the job title that we've got. We want to be known... For Katie Hart. Yeah, for who we and actually what, And what you stand for and what... Yeah, exactly, definitely. Especially because I think hiring is going in a way that's not just about what university you've been to, no. what you've studied. It's no actually... Way. A culture is obviously such a big thing and you have yeah. to fit in with the culture. You have to align your values... It has to be a full mi- uh, full match, as yeah, yeah. to just tick in a couple of boxes. Oh, massively, yeah. As yeah, as I'm sure you would experience, um, education and, and having a degree, etc., can of course really help in particular sectors and industries. But obviously, yeah, there, there's so many cases out there now where it really is down to that person and, and how they come across and what they stand for and those types of things. And I think if you can get that out there in, in an online world as well as face to face. Then I think you're yeah you're in a great position to, to get that job and have a competitive mm. advantage over the other job seekers. And you say online as opposed to face to face, but I feel like it also makes the face to face interaction easier. Yeah. Because you feel like you already know them. Yeah, exactly. Hundred yeah for sure. And I've I've definitely experienced that, and I'm sure you have. When when you when you put yourself out there, as in share content um, and share your opinion. Um, and you, yeah, and then you do. Let's say that then leads for you to communicate with someone or engage with someone who you then end up meeting for an interview, or whatever. Um, you have things to talk about mm. before you've even got there because, like, oh yeah, I saw you post about this. Like, tell me a bit yeah. more about that. And also, yeah, it, you can go into um, those types of things more confident as well because you feel like they already know so who you are, yeah. what you stand yeah. for, and those types of things. You're going yeah. into an interview and actually knowing what the person that's interviewing exactly, is exactly, yeah, like, and that's like such that. a massive help. Because interview um, processes can be scary, yeah. And um, it's yeah. It's, if if you could, if you, I would do anything that's going to help me in that process or help me feel more comfortable, and it, it can definitely help with that. Yeah. So one thing that I find with personal brand is that everybody talks about how personal brand is now such a big thing, yeah, and how everybody needs to be building it. But I don't feel like anybody actually says how to build it. <laughs> like, it's just one of those things that people talk about is how you market yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how can you, where do you How start? can you start? How do you do it? Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to talk from a perspective of, of the people listening and I think, for me, um, if I was in as someone's shoes who I, I just um, was taking one of the classes here, I was studying and I really wanted to, let's say, I don't know, get into the marketing industry, right? Um, and for me, um, I would, I, it's all about sharing your opinion, I think. So, First and foremost, there's like no like special or perfect way of doing it. There's no like clear blueprint to do it this way, um, and that's the really cool thing about it, I think. But how how you can start is you need to start. Is the is, like I know that's like quite lame advice, but it's it's generally I speak to so many people now um, who are like he should like should I be creating videos? Should I be doing this? Should I be doing that? And they're just really just excuses for yeah. people to be like okay, well, I'm not going to do that, or should I do this? And it stops them from starting. So if I look back when I started sort of sharing my opinion and, and sharing it online, um, I, I simply just started sharing things about my day, what I was going through. Um, so if I was someone um, at this uni and I was looking to get into an industry or whatever, I would start talking about that. That would be my perfect advice for someone here. I would actually start sharing your story, as in I'm dedicating three hours um, of my day after my work um, to learn about your industry. It's something that I really want to get into. I'm really passionate about it. This is why. Um, I'm learning about this. Can anyone help me? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. So I think for me that could be one, two things. It shows how engaged you are in the industry. And also um, the hardest part is that people think you have to be really creative. 
But for me, what I started doing um, is, is documenting what I was doing, right? So for for people um, here, it's just about actually the content is, I've learned this today, like this is what I think about it. I found this yeah. really hard. Um, yeah, I'm actually, um, this week I've worked how many hours, but I've still got my study time in. Do you know what I mean? And talking about what you're actually doing, yeah. um, that's, that's, that would be my advice. And how do you think you can use that in a job search or to help you move into a different career? Um, so how you can use that is is by being direct with it. And what I mean by that is, let's say, for example, um, you're getting towards the end of your studies and you know that you're going to start applying for jobs. So let's say... Uh, two, three months before you know you, you're going to start applying for jobs, you start sharing your opinion, doing what I said, start sharing that you've, you've chosen this industry, you want to get into it, this is why, this is what I've learned, etc., etc. Um, and during that period as well, obviously you want to be connecting with people um, in that industry, right? So you want to be building a, a relevant audience to the, the industry that you want to get into, right? And I'm assuming, obviously Kate, you'll be able to help me, but people who study here... It's they, they know what industry they want to get into more than normally. They may not always go into it, but they're yeah. studying something specific. Student, yeah, 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 but there might be, yeah, yeah. So, well, so, but I'm sure there's everyone has a sort of interest or somewhere they want to get into, right? Yeah. Or it may, it may be a few different sectors. So, obviously, when you are sharing content, you also, I'm just using LinkedIn here because it's an extremely powerful tool to um, get yourself a, a new job. Um, is start building your network and start connecting with people who are in that industry that you're interested in. So let's say you start doing a bit of that and start sharing that you are studying for it, this is why, etc. And then when it gets to the point where they might speak to you and say, I want to get into this job or whatever, um, I would proactively create content saying um, that you want you want to get into that industry. So, um, I, so if, I'll give you a real-life example. My girlfriend at the moment, she's a barber, um, and she wants to change her career, um, and we sort of sat down together and sort of worked out what she enjoys, what she thinks her best skills are, and it turned out that she would really like to get an opportunity um, within um, the PA industry. So um, what I did on LinkedIn straight away is did a post about my girlfriend and said, currently my girlfriend's a barber, um, and she wants to get into PA, can anyone help, or whatever. You'll be surprised how many people like to help. Yeah. <laughs> so my advice would be to be really, really direct and... I'm sure you've seen this, but when you when you post about those things on LinkedIn, people actually generally want to help. Yeah. So like when you post, I will really want to try and get into this. I'm open to internships or whatever. And um, you'll be surprised how many people that can reach and how many people will be willing to help. So I would say be really direct, and that's also going to help you stand out if you're willing to do that. And I think it only ever takes one person. It just needs exactly. Exactly, and that's the amazing thing about the online world, right? Because. It, yeah, it literally takes one person to see that and they can literally change, change your life. Um, and I think that's so powerful. And I think that's always, when it comes to personal branding and, and sharing content, I think that's what you that's the mindset you need to approach it with. So let's say that you do start sharing um, your story and sharing your opinion and you don't get many likes or you don't get many comments. Um, come back to, well, hang on a minute. If one person sees, all I need is one person to see this. Yeah. And if you focus on that and think about that as opposed to, focusing on how many likes you get in comments um, then you've got a lot better chance of staying consistent and that will enable you to reach more people um, and yeah have more success with it and sharing content of the industry that I think when people job search they quite often spend so much time selling themselves as the person they are now in the industry that they're in now Mm. and it's quite hard to actually look forward and market yourself as the person that 
you want to be. Yeah, and you could be. Well, I think it's about a big part about personal brand is that it's, it's about you. So you, you have to stay true to yourself. And look, I think. I spend a lot of time on LinkedIn and I think when I see the content on there and what people share, I think that the best piece of content on there is when, when people um, show a lot of humility and um, really actually they, they share their weaknesses. So let's say, for example, yeah, I am studying for this. However, I could probably improve on that or I want to get better at these things. And I think if you're open and honest and have that humility, it shows the type of person you are and that you are prepared to put in the work and you are prepared to upskill yourself and you are prepared to learn. So I would say... Yeah, just actually be honest and yeah. say that you're not the finished article. However, I'm someone that's dedicated. I've spent the last uh, few months spending my own time learning about it. This is why. Da, da. So I think be honest. Yeah. And I guess it's a very easy way to highlight and demonstrate your actual interest and understanding of that industry because you just share content around the industry. The industry you want to get into. Yeah, into. exactly. And then hopefully build up those connections with those people. Yeah, and go from there. 100%. So why why LinkedIn? There's obviously so many social media channels out there, but yeah. I feel like personal brand and obviously careers just in general. Yeah, it, it works. Yeah, I think um, look as as we've already said, both come from a recruitment background, and um, I think like there's so two things. Um, recruiters use LinkedIn, so obviously you're there to help people here. However, there could be one person who's, who sees your uh, um, post and is like, wow, okay, I actually have a job for you. So first and foremost, there's people that, um, recruiters who proactively use LinkedIn to help other people get jobs, right? So that's the first thing. Secondly, um, employers, um, companies um, use LinkedIn as a, a place to a source for their own company and, and find talent. So, um, Again, what you could also do to be even more smarter is, if you know you want to get in this industry, map out the companies you want to get, map out the companies that you would love to work for, mm. create a wish list, and start following these people on LinkedIn, uh, start following the company pages, etc. So um, LinkedIn, because um, there will be people in these businesses who are dedicated to finding talent for their business, who will use LinkedIn as a um, strategy to get people. Mm. So that's why I think you'll um, have a, a great return um, on LinkedIn in terms of job search mm. and I think I don't know about you but for me LinkedIn is the first thing I check in the morning and I use <laughs> LinkedIn like my news site yeah. I check LinkedIn before I check BBC News yeah. and I know what's going on in the industries that I'm interested in exactly it's a lot more relevant isn't it and they're, they're, I think LinkedIn now are trying to make it as relevant as possible for each person that's using it through mm. like the hashtags now and that's become a really big thing you can basically decide what hashtags you follow and then that will dictate what content mm. you see um, and look I think LinkedIn um, has become somewhere that's really content rich and um, that, that's, that's exciting um, from someone that's looking to get into an industry and they can learn about it but also as someone that can leverage that and, and use it to their advantage mm -hmm. so yeah and I think if you are following all the companies that you want to work for then you're constantly seeing their updates you're seeing their content you're not just you get more context yeah. you have more just, context than someone that applies to a job on Indeed yeah and you're not just seeing the industry through the perspective of your lectures you're actually seeing real life examples of what those companies are exactly. actually doing so I, I think that's like I, I've literally just thought of it but if I was in um, people's shoes here I would actually map out companies that I want to work for I think that's such a because yeah. you can be really hyper targeted then with, with your efforts yeah. um, and there's yeah like and also if you know that if one of them come back the hard work that you put in is going to be really worthwhile because it's a company you really want to work for. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Not just for the sake yeah. of it. 
and you know that if you get to an interview you probably will start doing your prep and realise that you actually know more than you think <laughs> yeah. because you've been following them for six months and exactly. you know everything that they've done on LinkedIn. Exactly. Um, so a lot of people with LinkedIn start an account, they put on what their job title is, yeah. don't do much else on their profile and maybe scroll through it once a month. Yeah, yeah, sure. How do you actually use LinkedIn? What would you say people should actually be doing to get the benefits? <clears throat> yeah, so I think... Um, the right mindset with LinkedIn and how I've got the most out of it is approaching it uh, with the mindset of like just don't always want to take and what I mean by that is um, like you might go on LinkedIn because you want a new job so then you just start messaging people saying have you got a job for me have you got a job for me right so it's just take 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 right so people um, firstly just get your profile in order like just make it look professional don't worry that if you haven't got loads on there but just make it look professional and just look like you're quite quite normal person I think if you haven't got much on there either but you've got an up to date CV it's very easy to just transition yeah oh yeah yeah put the CV yeah put all the details on there definitely you can even you can even attach your CV on your LinkedIn profile now Um, so yeah I'd say how to use LinkedIn properly is like just yeah just just don't take from people all the time and don't don't treat it as a job board obviously you can apply you can apply for jobs on there um, and they're obviously spending a lot of money that in terms of LinkedIn and companies are really spending money on it. But I think how you're going to get the most out of LinkedIn is is by um, engaging with it through, as as we've already said, like particularly for a job search, follow these companies, start uh, sharing your thoughts, in, uh, comment on their posts. So actually try and give value and then mm-hmm. just try and be part of the network and part of the community. That's the best way to, to get the most out of LinkedIn and you'll quickly realise that if you approach it that way, there will be people that will help you. Like, it's, it's, it's really weird because li- li- generally, people will help you on LinkedIn. Mm. Like, if, if, if you're not someone who... If, if you're not someone that's always puts up in people's messages and inbox who it's like, I want to take from you, can, can you help me, can you help me, can you help me, um, and, and don't approach it like that, there will be a lot of people that can help you. And I feel like... The more you interact with people, the more you also get your personal brand across because you're sharing your opinions, you're sharing yeah. what you think, you're exactly. sharing your knowledge, yeah. and it's just another way to keep pushing. Yeah. And um, one thing you just said as well that I wanted to expand on: when you say, obviously, you can apply for jobs on, on LinkedIn, LinkedIn yeah. a lot of the time it's a one-click apply and exactly, you apply yeah. for your profile. So obviously, when the hiring manager receives your application, the first thing that they see is your LinkedIn profile. So you want them to see more than that. You want them to see what content you've been putting yeah, out what your yeah. interests are what sort of things you're sharing and talking about on LinkedIn. yeah I, just to add to that for me um, again I'm just talking from a perspective if um, if I knew what I knew now as a job seeker um, I would for me personally it's all about standing up from the crowd um, and as we've already said London is an extremely competitive place um, so for me um, once I've mapped out the companies I want to work for, I would personally approach all of them. Um, personally, I would do a video. If mm-hmm. anyone's got the courage to do that, I would literally create a video on my iPhone. And you can do this now with certain tools or whatever. I'm happy to give them to you um, and you can share them or whatever somehow. Um, and you can literally create a video and say, hi, Mr. hi company, I would, uh, this is the reason why I want to work for you. I have got my CV attached, but I just thought I'd share why I applied. Um, yeah. da, da, da. Um, so that I'd seriously think about that because that will make you stand out, um, and that would be an extremely effective way of 
getting in companies and, and standing out. I, I think that would be the best best approach. Yeah, and that follows on quite well actually to what I was just about to ask you about how to actually talk to your connections because I feel like this is another thing. I always say to students, be quite direct. If there's a company you want to work for, then reach out to them direct and message them. Yeah. But what would you actually say people should say? In yeah, 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 sure. So I think, so as you're trying to build up your network, I would... Um, Again, it comes down to just being honest, if I'm honest. So um, when you're trying to build your network with relevant people in the sector, I would always add a connection message. Um, so just to start there, because if, you're, if you can't even connect with these people, then you're not, how are you going to be able to approach them directly? So when you're connecting with people, they will look at your profile and go, okay, well, why does this person want to connect with me? Mm-hmm. Um, so always um, add a, a message, and it can be something along the lines of, Hi, I'm studying for this. I really want to get into it. I want to learn more about the industry. So I was hoping I can learn from your content and what you share, right? So that, that's how I'd approach that. So once you start um, uh, built that network and hopefully got some connections and then you approach the talent manager or whatever for whatever company, um, I think it's, yeah, as you said, it, it's, it's being direct, but at the same time and um, being honest as in, Hi, person. I um I've recently sorry, <laughs> I've recently graduated. Um, this is why I chose the study. Da da da, and then say why you've why you've applied for that job. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that that that's what that's probably how I'd approach it. Um, and another thing. To, sorry, I'm just getting creative now. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking. I I'm from a recruitment background, so it's quite salesy. So I would as well. I for me personally, I would actually call these people as well I, I think people could think about that potentially if there's companies they'd love to work for I'll try and get on the phone to them mm-hmm. and say that I've recently um, graduated I, I really want to work for your company this is why um, how, how could I go about doing that how could I get closer to potentially get an interview those types of things so that, that's yeah. what I'd say and I think it's good to remember as well that people like to talk about themselves. Yes. So asking people, oh, what was your career journey? Like, how have, like, it how did you get into the industry? Yeah. Have you got any advice? Again, it comes back, people love to help. So that could be a really cool way, actually, connecting with people and saying, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, um, how did you get into the industry? And, like, generate conversation yeah. there. I think, yeah, that's, that would be even, a great way. I mean, the worst... The worst that can happen is that they don't respond. Exactly. And if they do respond, they might have a quick chat with you and tell you their advice, which could end up being really beneficial and helpful to yeah. you. Or it could even end in them two weeks later being like, do you know what, we've actually got an opening here. Yeah, or they could refer you to the, a person that could help. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think, people always, I think, get nervous on LinkedIn because they say, oh, I don't know the person, I can't just randomly message them. But I think that is the you joy can. of LinkedIn. Oh, well, look, we used to randomly message people all day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> people do it. And if you want, if you, look, I think it comes down to how much you want that new career. You, you, you have to be willing to put yourself out of your comfort zone and get some rejection. You will get rejected through your job search. That's just yeah. fact, especially in London. So I think it's look, you're one note away from getting a yes. So it's to keep 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 on doing it, and it will pay off. Yeah, and I think networking. Yeah. A few years ago, LinkedIn didn't exist, and people used to have to go face to face networking, which to some people is absolutely terrifying. <laughs> Whereas now we have it so much easier yeah there's not really an excuse to not network with people in your industry and um, also think as well it's a really good thing if if say you're coming to an event here at Bert Beck put on by the careers team and there's a speaker that you're really interested in follow up with them on LinkedIn oh, message massively. them and say I really enjoyed your talk this really stood out yeah, for me again people want to help especially I think for me personally from when I've spoken to people that have done speeches whatever I think a lot of people like speaking at universities mm. because 
I think that look, everyone um, hopefully listening to this and, and going through the system like they're as as you've told me like people going out of their way to really try and upskill themselves and I think um, people really do take that seriously and respect that so I think that um, people like to help other people mm. um, and LinkedIn is is generally a great platform for that yeah definitely and one other thing that I wanted to go into about LinkedIn is your thoughts on LinkedIn groups because I know when I first started on LinkedIn yeah I added myself to so many different groups on LinkedIn and I thought that was the best thing to do mm. but LinkedIn groups still confuse me yeah I don't really use them no? just being brilliant so I can't <laughs> speak from much of uh, like I'm in a few groups I think um Obviously, there there will be some great groups where everyone's contributing and everyone's engaged. Um, but I think, um, I, yeah, I, for me, I can't, I can't talk from those experiences from getting a lot out of groups. Mm. I'd, for me personally, I'd uh, really double down on, on myself and start connecting with the right people and, and direct messaging um, people as opposed to, to joining groups. But yeah. I don't see that there wouldn't be any harm. Um, again, I think um, it, you're, if you're thinking from a job-seeking perspective... It could be a way to learn more about the industry, potentially. Yeah. Um, but and then if you're going to start messaging in there about, can anyone help, that could be good, actually. But, yeah, I'd say I'd say double down on your own profile and double down on messaging people yourself, direct messaging people, yeah. I'd say. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd agree. I'd say focus more about on getting your personal brand out there yeah. and branding yourself and following as many companies as you can yes. in the industry, connecting in with as many relevant people also connect in with some relevant hopefully good recruiters within the industry because yeah. they're quite often the ones that can help you with your CVs they know what people in that industry look for 100%. give you advice and things yeah look I've, recruiters get recruiters get a lot of stick but if you build a relationship with a with a great one um, they can generally change your life yeah um, and they can generally open real doors that can um, get you into a career or open up doors that you didn't even know existed Um, so yeah definitely I think again it comes down to a really good exercise would be to to map out companies recruitment agencies that that may be able to help you um, get into the industry or or sector that you want to get into so to end what would you say is your number one tip for building a personal brand Uh, we'll do it in two so your number one tip for building a personal brand yeah so I would say um, stay true to yourself is, is the biggest one for me um, so as as we both said, it's about Hisham Aziz, it's about Katie Hart, and you have to stay true to that. Um, so don't try and manufacture a brand which you think people will like. Mm-hmm. It's it's not sustainable, um, and quite frankly, it's it's not as fun. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you're trying to be someone else, it's yeah, only going to end. It's hard to keep up with it then as well. Exactly, and it's it's not who you are. So um, be authentic and, and and stay true to yourself. Yeah, because they'll find out as soon as you get to interview, and they're not. That's not that. The that's the great thing about personal brand as well. It's no, you can't fake it. Yeah. So um, that that's the great thing about it as well. And what would you say is your number one tip for using LinkedIn? Yeah, I think um, uh, approach LinkedIn with the mindset of how what what can I give this person um, as opposed to what can I take from them. Um, so that that's just helped me massively in my career when I'm actually started um, sharing my opinion, um, giving value to people, or trying to help people. And um, yeah, you'll be surprised how many people can help you. So I think just approach it always from not just your own perspective but think about okay if I message this person what, what's in it for them um, and I think that's that's the right way to approach it and I think you'll get more out of it if, if you approach it that way yeah completely agree is there anything else that you wanted to add 
from anything that was no I'd about. say um, I for me personally um, I, I love to help people um, so if anyone um, wants to connect me on LinkedIn uh, as I said my name is Hisham Aziz and if anyone generally wants any advice on um, anything that, that I've said then, then generally feel free to, to drop me a message um, I've waffled on a bit but mm-hmm. I think um, if anyone is, is serious about um, looking for a new job then I actually uh, now only deal with recruitment businesses so um, I can direct you in a lot of places that might help you um, in your, your next career so more than happy to help so anyone listening that wants any more help send me a message Perfect, well thank you very much for joining us today um, and we hope that's all been really useful for you That's all from us today. Thanks for listening to the Futures podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show and we'll see you next time.